Yo, and welcome to the fourth episode of Lake of Rage, a Pokemon trading card game podcast. I am your host, Kevin Clementi, aka Mellow underscore Magikarp, and I am joined by two very special temporary guest hosts today. With me is Grant, aka Boo CK. Yo, what up, Mellow? As well as Ozzy, aka Ozzy. Yo, what's up? <laughs> So today, we are going to get to know our new guest host a little bit better, Ozzy, with a little bit of speed dating. We're going to do a quick recap of all of our weeks, because all of us have done different things in the world of Pokemon in the past week. We're going to get to our main topics, which will be talking about battle styles, what cards are currently impressing us and or disappointing us. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, stream sniping, because that's come up. All three of us have or do currently stream. We're going to do some questions from Twitch chat. We are always live on Twitch. And that will wrap us up on this episode. So, Grant, how's your week been? Uh, my week's been pretty good. Um, I don't know if we want to hop into recent results, but uh, I won the Midas Cup earlier today. The heck uh, is that? Series 7. Uh, it's a Sword and Shield on. Uh, single Strike Urshifu for the win. Uh, if you add the two T-Tars, it's just a powerhouse. Um, was hoping to see a lot of towards deck which you featured uh and we saw it and we took it down with with some ease so pretty pretty happy about that um i don't know if we want to talk team challenge now or not but we'll, um, we'll get to that one we'll get to that one but the okay. midas cup yeah other than that literally yeah. like three hours ago you finished right yeah like an hour before this so feels pretty good to get off uh the schneid and finally take one down yo let's go yeah and ozzy how's your week been it's been crazy ever <laughs> since, yeah. It, ever since I made the move out to Virginia, uh, yeah, things are just a lot more busy for me at least. So I haven't been playing much, much tournaments as I would want to, um, mostly because I get home tired and just busy. So, but I, I, I am close to the lock. So that's <laughs> that's good. Lock, of course, one of last week, two weeks ago's guests. And for people who don't know, you work for a soccer team out there, right? Yeah, yeah. So I work for DC United, Loudoun United, and the Washington Spirit. So, you know, just a little bit all over the place. Yo, let's go. Soccer's not a not my sport. I'm just aware it exists. I mean, it is the most watch and played sport in the world. So, <laughs> you know. Is the world ever correct, though? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, one day baseball will get there. Mm. Chill. <laughs> hey, I'm a huge baseball fan. You know that. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, big Yankees fan. Ghost Rose. No, cheaters. Back. Bro, get him out of the league. No more Astros. The, the, the stream snipers of, literally, <laughs> stream snipers of sport. <laughs> That'd be such a good transition, but we're going to go in order. We're going to be, we're going to be good. Otherwise, Evie's going to yell at us. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and get to know Ozzy a little bit better. Ozzy's first time on the podcast. So we're going to go ahead and uh, ask you a few questions, you know, typical, typical questions you'd get on a first date. And you're just going to go ahead and answer them rapid fire. No explanation as quickly as possible. Just like any, any first date you've ever been, right? Um, sure. Is this like true and false questions? <laughs> Uh, it's like it's a lot of this or that, or sometimes like what's your favorite blank or what's your least favorite blank. They're not hard. 
There's no math in this one. Uh, sure. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So you're going to have 60 seconds to get through as many as you can. For what it's worth, the current record is held by Nikhil, the gyroscope Eevee, with only 15. So shouldn't be that hard to beat. Shouldn't be that hard. But also, who knows? All right. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, hold on. Let me set on timer so I know you won't cheat me. <laughs> a man who's been Azul scammed before. Right? Yeah, exactly. You can try right, to off as Azul. <laughs> 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 All right. Ready? Yep. TV or movies? Movies. Salsa or guacamole? Guac. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Invisibility. Juniper, Sycamore, or Magnolia? Uh, Juniper. If you could play any sport professionally, which one would it be? Golf. Best concert you've been to? Uh, uh, pass. <laughs> Favorite deck of all time? Uh, Mali. Tahin or hot sauce? Tahin. If you're a gym leader, what type would you specialize in? Psychic. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, Yamper. You prefer Fridays or Saturdays? Saturdays. Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, or Nickelodeon? Disney. What's your favorite number? 12. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Crushing hammer or enhanced hammer? Enhanced hammer. Ice cream cake or brownie? Brownie. And that's time. So we have a new champion, though. Ozzy making it through 17 of them. For a Ooh, let's go. Filthy B. Those of you who don't know who weren't in Twitch chat, Ozzy was telling us he was valedictorian of his homeschool. So it's really coming through. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> really coming through here. <laughs> Getting through those questions. Some questionable answers, that's for sure. Like Mally? Yeah. What do you mean? Mally, Mally was fun. No one, literally, no one thinks Ooh. that. What? Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> literally, like, like Mali Lucia. Come on, the spread one with Coco yeah. and no, what? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I, I took it to Houston League Cup once. And, I mean, I went on to drop, but <laughs> I lost. But so both games that I lost to, I lost to a mirror match, and they ended up facing each other in the finals. So, you know, so it's fun because you get to go home early. Well, no, I had to stick around, but yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you put? What's your favorite thing to put tahini on? Uh, cucumber. Yeah, I've not had that. One. Yeah, yeah, you probably haven't had hot Cheetos with pickle juice either. I've never, <laughs> I've never had hot Cheetos with pickle juice. No, <laughs> I can very safely say that. What was another? Why twelve? Twelve. Home of the 12th man. Hello, Texas A&M. The Seahawks used to pay the Aggies. So what? before you say anything, yeah. No, that, that, that's Seahawks. None of this calling no, Not at all. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, basically that's why. Okay. So. That, that's, fair. that's fair. That's fair. All right. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into the week recap for all of us. So we all actually have different things that happen. Boo playing an official Pokemon event. Me playing in a random online event. That's not random. I guess the Hexter is pretty big now. And Ozzy hosting his own tournament for the very first time this past weekend. So, Ozzy, 
Can we go ahead and start with you? How did your sub tournament go? Uh, yeah, so sub tournament went well. Uh, you know, I I wasn't expecting many people because it was a sub tournament, which is again I'm totally okay with because many reasons, right? One, you know, it was the event was like two and a half, three hours long, and that was it, right? So then you had the chance to play in whatever Sunday events there is, or there are, I guess. Um, but yeah, Azul got Azul played in it, which was cool, I guess. But also there was bands. Like the Dan Crushing Hammer, ADP, Dale Mice VMAX, because the deck is trash, <laughs> and what a Metal Saucer. Yeah, so the Metal Saucer idea, I got it from Jack Luxack's uh, tourney that he did. Uh, but yeah, you know, it was more, you know, so it wouldn't be, you know, Zacian heavy or anything. And Crobat Ban, E Turn was out of the picture, basically. Um, and I don't want to see like any Crobat VMAX, Alteria shenanigans. But Pandage did go in with Desi Goons, which I guess was the same thing. Um, but yeah, it, it went it went pretty well. Um, who is it? Sancho ended up winning the tournament with Dragapult, and Ooh. he lost to H two. H two was a final boss for an extra hundred packs, uh, but H two was you know was too good. So <laughs> what did H two play for the final boss? He played Baby Sandaconda. <laughs> <laughs> so, and yeah, I mean, what? he beat Sancho. Yeah. Well, wow. to be fair, Sancho with turn one and two energy attachment, and <laughs> Sancho went first. So, yeah, I mean, th that's pretty much why he won, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was cool overall, you know, just because I knew, you know, one, the prize, the prize pool was going to be good. And I know. It was just unfortunate, right, that it it went on Easter Day because I know many people had plans or whatever it may be. But also, I had to work around H two schedule, right? Because the man's a busy man. So whatever <laughs> H two says goes. Basically, you know how it is. Yo, that's fair. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I didn't get to play because of that. Normally, I'm like, oh, it's in the morning. That's cool. You know, we don't do stuff until the evening. And then my wife's like, oh, we're gonna do stuff for lunch now. It's like. Oh, <laughs> sick. Well, guess I can't play. Because I was excited for the ban list. Outside of the Delmize VMAX ban, which I think you were the only tournament to ever ban Delmize VMAX. I, I, I'm a, I like to think that I'm a trendsetter. First, we have Socked with Crocs, now banning Delmize VMAX. I don't know. Surprised you didn't ask him the uh, earlier late question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we know that one. For those of you who are not, on Twitch, we may or may not have started significantly later, <laughs> and it may have uh, it may have been because of Ozzy, trendsetter, right? This man had to exactly. look good, <laughs> <laughs> or had work, whatever. You know. <laughs> it's fair. And Boo, you played in some official Pokemon event that uh, we've talked about a bit—the team challenge. How'd it go for your team? Uh, this week went surprisingly well. Um, we're we're ragtag group, you know, no real major uh, results among us, but we're all from the same local area, and we went five zero. Oh. We basically brought the same decks, uh, just standard meta spread stuff, ADP, uh, myself, obviously, uh, it's an underrated deck. Um, you know, it takes decent matchups against most things, but then we also have an E turn, um. 
a Senti and a Tempo Zard. And we sat the Tempo Zard, uh, played Homemade Biscuit, actually, who brought an interesting greens Senti with the Crab Brawler. <laughs> Yo, you got to counter your turn. Yeah, uh, it, it was interesting. But we uh, we pulled it out after going to the last match the week before. And it's been a really interesting um, event overall uh, versus at least like Players Cup. You know, you're playing that day and all your stuff's getting done that day. You figure it out for the next week. Uh, we, we didn't get a buy the first week. And so we were kind of like trying to figure out who our opponents were. Uh, looking into their history, if you could even find them, trying to find the store and all that stuff, because it wasn't listed. And then the next week it was listed, and you're playing all these teams that didn't have a buy sometimes, and some that did, so they didn't know, but now it listed all your stuff. Um, and it's just sort of been a, a cluster um, <laughs> up up to this point, but this was the first week where everyone had played the week before, so it went pretty smooth. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've done the, the team challenges, you know, uh, against other groups before, and we've had a blast doing it. And you sort of get that same vibe. But in this case, we've been playing all of ours at the same time. So you're kind of popping in and out of different streams and seeing what's going on. Did you coach? Uh, and we're... I played. Oh. I played, yeah. Because they, they had a... Um, they brought Picarom, and they sat that, and they brought Spiritomb, the green senti and uh in an adp and i i learned from the week before just go consistency so for research to marnie bro i've been telling you, you just, this how long yeah i i know it's yeah i guess <laughs> it, I, and and that goes against my own preaching as well it's like you're only you know you're only prepping for four matchups essentially you're not going against like a nine round swiss uh with everyone bringing everything and trying to meta meta game it like just cover your, your basic necessities and you should be good to go i put viridian in instead of swell and i got the gx off every time first turn um you know choosing to go second if i could and you know kind of just steamrolled through it uh i think the only car uh, we i went back to vitality ban i know you and i talked about band over sword it's just more utility yeah, being and, able to ultimate a uh, like a Heatran for a knockout is kind of broken. Heatran, Victini, v Victini, yeah. Uh, and so I thought that covered more bases, and then, um, yeah, I got the the Spear Tomb just ran through that because they still have to unless they really pop off. I don't, I don't know if if it's even possible for them to get to three ten. Oh yeah, I I still play the Big Charm. Um. I don't know if it's possible for them to even yeah. knock out the ADP, but they still have to go through, you know, three knockouts either way. Yeah, three tens the max. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy to hit like turn one. That's the most I've hit turn one is I think two eighty, which is one of those like I've played hundreds of games with the deck and I did that once, yeah. so it's yeah. not normal. Yeah, tomb tomb so we, does not yeah, like that ADP. It, it was a good call, and you and you like to see the single prize, but I think the Mad Party would be a better choice um we didn't see any urshifu we didn't bring any urshifu i don't know if that'll change this week um we're playing uh a guy you know decently uh from the limitless early stuff kevin krueger this Ooh. week so it should be interesting to see how that goes the desi master yeah 
So be so tech for it. Tech yeah. for it. I, I've played the Age of Slash every time so far. We've we've played three rounds. I've I've kept it in there. It still hits 160. Um, it's good against the Mad Party. It's good against the Spear Tomb. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. But yeah, when you know, like you said, when you know what your opponents play or what they usually play, heck yeah, <laughs> you you take that game. Yeah, there's some research that goes into it. You know, you get all you get is their name and their screen name, like their IGN. So sometimes if they use the same IGN on Limitless, you can look it up. But otherwise, uh, a lot of these names, like you wouldn't know any of our names because, you know, maybe one kid's gone to a regional, but that's it. So it's tough to kind of get a beat on who we are and what we play, but. Yeah, that's how I got bodied in my qualifiers. <laughs> Everyone's like, all right. So we, we know we know he's bringing Peeker off, right? The most popular yeah. deck of my team qualifier is freaking Colossal. <laughs> like, right. what? <laughs> it does work. And then a quick update from me. So I played in the Hegster last ride. The last chance qualifier is like 260 something people. And I brought good old faithful Pikachu and Zekrom Tag Team GX featuring Bolton V. And uh, we ended up in top eight, which is pretty good. I lost in top eight to a mad party because that matchup's kind of not good. Uh, super not good, actually. They popped off. They were like KOing my Pikachu on turn three. I was like, sick so i just lose now this is fun so i play good old hammer peak which i think is back in the meta that card that deck is just it never went anywhere and it's so good. it might be back to s tier right like you just can beat everything <laughs> like even urshifu i've only beaten it on ladder but it's just like you can still stamp paralyzed and win the game that way like, it's not unheard of i think peak is yeah, absolutely get... disgusting right now yeah, because if you go in with Mewtwo, you're you're all right. You know, you can survive a little bit, and that's all you really need with Pikaram, right? Oh, yeah. Once you get your board state set up, you're pretty good, unless you stamp them to research or dead A or something, you know. Which happens. Stamp doesn't win. You'll hear time. about it. Oh, <laughs> You'll yeah. hear about it on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, just go go to Twitter. You'll always see the people salty tweeting about either dead drawing off of Stamp after they worked so hard to thin, or people whose opponent didn't dead draw stamp but i'm a big fan like pikaram you know you have to win by stamp like half the time and if your stamps only stick half the time you're winning 25 percent of your games because of two tech cards. like that's absolutely broke yeah. let's go ahead and get into our main topic for today so we've all played a bit of battle styles type stuff or we've watched people do it ozzy was obviously commentating for his tournament and stuff what cards do you think from battle styles are currently like living up to their hype and they are as good or even better than we thought they were? Boo, you can, you can go for oh, it. You want me to go? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously I'm a little biased right now. I think the single strike is at least in the um, Sword and Shield on the best deck in the format. Um, but I think that's kind of not been as great as, as we thought it would be. Uh, just because it's so vulnerable. Uh, it's such a tight deck list. Uh, but overall, it's it's been refreshing overall. You know, uh, we're seeing some new archetypes come in or um, deck, deck types. But I think that there are a lot of underrated cards that still exist. The, the Cricketune has been really good. Uh, just like we predicted, it doesn't really fit in to a lot of decks yet. Uh, but we've seen, you know, the Rapid Strike 
uh, kind of take over and, and the Tords deck with the Dragapult, bringing that back, covering your types. Uh, overall, though, it it's still a gimmick as it stands, and we're we're hashing it out, and we're in this online meta where it's going to be hashed out within the week. And by the end of this week, we'll know everything that's out there pretty much. And you're going to see more revivals of things like a, a Picarom comes back and it takes its place back in the meta. Uh, I don't think that E-Turn's been canceled just because there's a fighting type. Oh, two, two fighting types, you know? Uh, the fan, I think, is underplayed. But so far, I think... I don't know how high the hype was, what the hype ceiling is, but we're we're... It's done its job, at least. It's shaken things up. The Victini's been, I think, underrated going in and, and showed up and made a presence. And a lot of creativity can come out of that. But yeah, overall, I think it's it's at least helped. It was so stale for so long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it is exciting yes. to look at. Like, the Corolla we were just looking at, uh, which is happening as we record this. Rapid Strike Urshifu is a most played deck. And then after that, you know, it's Eternatus, yeah. ADP, Pikaram, sure. But there's still like a new deck up there. And then there's Victine. So it is exciting to see new stuff is in fact performing well and popular still. Ozzy, what do you say? See, I think everyone, including myself, well, at least I can say myself, was hyped for Corviknight coming into this. And clearly there's no... I mean, it's... I don't know. You know, it's like you can say it's bad. You know, it's not, but it just hasn't seen either. I don't know if it's not too much play or is Temple's art still a thing? Uh, what is Temple's art now? Is it Victini, Charizard, Senescorch, like Doom <laughs> played it? Uh, or whatever he called it, Santi Tini. Victory um, Scorch. Victory Scorch. Yeah, Victory Scorch. Uh, you know, like, was it scared off by that? But also, there's coding energies, I guess, typically, you know, the Bronzong deal, Zacian, uh, Corviknight combo i thought was gonna be pretty good but i tested it it wasn't good i sold my corbinites <laughs> <laughs> so that you know and, and i sold them like day one day two you know so i got value back um you know which was nice but also a card i really like a lot and i guess single price uh attackers uh like maractus uh, well not maractus um i mean that is a single prize attacker <laughs> oh, oh, wait wait oh yeah well, no, no, I know, but like uh, Bruno, Bruno's oh, a really yeah. good supporter, I think. Um, you know, because especially you know managing resources, you don't want a juniper. You'd rather just play for Bruno's over research, right? I think at least, and also the single strike stadium is pretty busted. Um, you discard, draw two. That's what it is. Yeah, discard a single strike. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, a single strike card. Like, yeah, but there's a so single strike. Like that's like half your deck. So it's just like yeah, broken. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then yeah, and then also, I didn't know what Baby Orbeetle did until my sub tourney <laughs> when H two brought that deck. <laughs> and round one, he got paired against Azul, and he almost beat Azul if H two played a, a aromatic energy, which he did not. Um. But yeah, Baby Beetle, I didn't know what it did until the day of. And apparently he put off some good combos, but he didn't he didn't play any switch cards. 
<laughs> and gamer just bossed out and won basically whenever <laughs> he played gamer <laughs> so yeah uh yeah i guess those are the three cards artillery i played around it i played around with it not really uh you know if it comes down i haven't i haven't played a single strike deck just because i feel you know it's like you know mad party can beat it you can just great catch your jirachi gx on the bench if they have it down and just went from there really speaking of this is one that i actually thought the card was complete trash until i watched that game with h2s and the sub turning i was like wait this kind of gas right and then sander was talking about it on twitter and expanded and so i ended up building uh expanded handlock with it and it's i only played a couple games with it because it's like Look, it's stressful to play those decks, man. And then it's just like you just sit there and combo over and over again. And like I'm not sadistic enough to enjoy just locking my opponent that long. But holy buckets, it's so good. Like <laughs> you just get out the hatter, like you just triple acceleration, right? Get out the hatterines that say each player discards a card from their hand, ace trainer them, they have three, use each hatterine's ability, and then you rare candy to the other ore beetle that has chip chip ice axe and then you use bunnelby and so you just like put a good card bad card and then whatever you go mill the good card keep the bad card and shuffle something back in your deck it's actually disgusting and it's like wait this card might be good yeah it's nice seeing them print cards like that that are more interactive and <laughs> and can be fun but the problem is you know, like or beetle psychic like it'd be great going forward if it was grass because then it's searchable by turfield yeah 100 percent agree i mean that might make it just broken though because if both ore beetles were turfieldable ooh, that deck would be even better yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's it's one of those where like after playing with it it was just like wait this is this is broken like this is actually a good card i thought this card was a meme slapjacks on the team had been talking about it and we're just like shut up like it's not good like <laughs> spend your time on something else and i actually think it might be good which is potentially terrifying. We'll see. Slapjacks is a meme, though. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Wait, isn't Slapsack, though? <laughs> that's, that's the question. No leaks, no leaks. Uh, what else has been... So you all mentioned a lot of the big stuff. I think... What's it called? Escape Rope has been better than we've talked about. Like, in the ADP, it's so stupid in ADP, man. <laughs> There's so many times against ADP, you're like, all right, here's a VMAX. You can't win the game without boss. And there's like research, escape rope, GTS. Hmm. It, it's so yeah. tough um, <laughs> against ADP, but or with ADP, but against ADP, it's it can be detrimental. Yeah. Like that's the, the backhand side is because everything you put down is so important. Like it's either dead A, Crobat, or, you know, they're going to get your Zation before you can, you know, saucer to it. And they can really cause some havoc. And I know we've talked a little bit before about just putting a one one of doll in any deck right now seems like such a good idea. <laughs> the the rope is is dangerous. Um, and I know today, like playing single strikes, like I have to put the hound, you know, the hound door up. Like I, but I don't want to lose those. I need those more than anything. Mm -hmm. I did I did play a busted rod, obviously in the deck. Um, sure. So that might have helped my my gameplay but uh <laughs> self shout out to creativity 
Um, but <laughs> well, Rod's not yeah, good. Rod, just don't play Rod. But I think, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Rope has been super disruptive versus some of the other reprints we've seen. Uh, we haven't seen much experience share actually used. I've seen it show up in Eternatus lists, and I played against them, and it's never mattered. <laughs> like, yeah. it's you just don't KO the Eternatus by the time... Like, you can't KO the Eternus fast enough for it to matter. And it's just like, cool, you put an experience share down, but, like, that's fine. <laughs> like, it doesn't really do anything. Right. At that, at that point, they're usually set up. And, you know, the matchups right now is give or take. Uh, it's either really in their favor or, you know, you just win if you're playing hitting a weakness or they, they took too long to get set up. Oh, yeah. And also, someone in Twitch chat just mentioned something very important. Uh, you can just hammer the energy off. That is also an effective strategy <laughs> yeah. to play around experience share. Or fan. Fan's been pretty good, too. I, I really like fan. The one problem is, Welder is easily the best set of decks right now, I think. I think some combination of Tempo Zard, Victini, Welder, Mewtwo is the best deck. It doesn't we'll help at the end of the week. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But we'll just wait for Azul's next, uh, next what's it called? Power. He's baiting everyone today with his E turn video. I don't know. I think I could call E turn the BDI. I, I mean, there's no BDIF, but I call it number one. But I wouldn't. I definitely put tempos on. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, see, baited. I mean, yeah. It's like I can I can see the argument, but like tempos are just like good. <laughs> like everything about it's just like. It has yeah. options and it works. Exactly. And like all the options are good. Right. That's what that's what feels like, like Victini. Victini doesn't have the, all the good options. Well, yeah, what the, about what about Mew 3 Welder? I, like I know I've seen some results here and there with Mew 3 Welder, especially now since you know the single strikes are back. Um is, do you think that will see more more play or will you know like you know just having a big boy like Mew 3 up there, you know, against the Temple's Art deck, you know, you just one shot with Incineroar GX if they still play Incineroar, they're mm -hmm. Reshizard, right? And then they lose from there, or is it the other way around? I'm curious. Oh, so it, the matchup depends. That specific matchup depends. But I think as the meta, like, settles a bit, I think that's only going to help Welder. It's either going to help or hurt Welder. Because, like, we see Welder Mewtwo do well and then fall off. Usually because Eternatus starts to be good once people figure out it's still good. But like once they figure out what to tech, it could actually just beat everything, right? Because like you can put big charms in a deck, for example, so that stuff can't KO you quite as easily. You can put tool jammer so ADP can't use a vitality band or sword against you. And the same thing works. So like I don't know. I like I part of me is just like it's dead, let it die. But also you're kind of right. Like it's kind of just like a filthy deck. I mean, some matchups there, do just come down to like, did you go first or second? And that feels bad. There's so many options in, in the Wilder Mewtwo, but it feels, it always feels so tight. Mm -hmm. Like that on, on every Mewtwo deck, like it feels like the space is so tight and, and what you do. Like I remember watching Henry when he's playing the galaxy and, and that stuff on when he was streaming and every decision was so calculated mm -hmm. and every spot. And then even with Tord and, and Pedro with uh, Lightning Mewtwo, 
like every space was relevant and so you can't really forfeit one space for another uh without a major sacrifice and once it's out there people know how to play against it true and and so that's the thing right so it's like all right all i need is this one card in my deck a tool scrapper you know or hit a hammerhead and i'm and i'm good against it oh yeah that's a that is a big difference maker and that's something that we see a lot in these online tournaments something random will come out of nowhere and be like oh wow like that top eight is and then it's never seen again because it's like people just don't know how to adjust their game plan on the fly right now and then suddenly they're like oh wait i just have to do this and then that deck is never seen again and so welder mewtwo is definitely one of those decks that i think could reach that level of like once people just figure it out, it's not necessarily good enough right now, which kind of sucks to say. I love Welder Mewtwo. My second day two ever yeah. was with a Welder Mewtwo deck. But that was also with the different turn one support rules. Weldering turn one going first feels very, very different. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could just like, you're just staring them in the face with this three energy thing. You're then the cross division turned ooh, oh, yeah. against Mali. It's like, those are some nice inkays you got there. KO three of them. <laughs> it's that feels good, especially when you got the weakness guard energy on it too. Take out three inkays turn two. Ooh, free. They, they literally just cry every single battle player. The uh, from the Crollo right now, the Victini went ten two round one. I, bro, I hate Victini, but I like Victini. It's just, it's one of those decks. It's so boring. Because you just go attach boss knockout, but also attach boss knockout, kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you you feed them a Dedenne, and what do they do? You uh, double blaze it. I guess. I play Cramorant in mine specifically for that reason. Because everyone's like, I'm up against Victini. I'm gonna go ahead and date it. You're just like sick. Cram welder, give me that. And then it's like it's no longer an escape rope out, and I just took two free prize. So I'm, I think I'm one of the few who likes Cramorant in that deck. But like, yeah, take those with thick Dedenne's. Yeah, I think Perfect. it's interesting that you know whether the Cram goes in there or not, because you know with Mew being popular to try and block one deck's attacks, mm -hmm. uh, I think you know as this meta settles down this week. <laughs> and gets established uh we'll we'll see whether that's a, a more viable option but there's so much workability with the victini you know it used to be played in in the welder mutuna you know either way with the spreading flames mm -hmm. it was still an option in there um and so now we're just seeing you can bulk it up and have a cheap no welder attack essentially the next turn yeah there's a lot of fun you know i like to build decks i think there's a lot of room to build some interesting stuff with it i was messing around with earlier pedro torres was playing this and i think he stole it from one of the other limitless people but he's the one who i stole it from so i'm going to give him credit it was lightning mewtwo but with a 2-2 victini line because the victini attacks for fire colorless yeah and to be fair i uh i never used the victini in any of the games i play <laughs> <laughs> But in theory, it covers your weaknesses because you can hit a turn at us really hard and they don't KO you back. Luke Metal, you hit them really hard. You KO Zacians, which is something Pikaram's always been annoying or been annoying for Pikaram is like, 
how do I deal with these ashes? Like they're so thick. So it's, there's, there is creativity out there. Like you said, what's good or not is the other question. And so a lot of it's not that good. No True. offense to Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that rogue deck building that, that makes the game fun. And, and I think going back to our first points about uh, battle styles, it's, it's allowed some workability back into the game. Uh, versus here's your five best decks. Have fun, you know? Oh, yeah. The mo most decks have been pretty well built for us. And it's kind of nice to have, like, well, how do we... Jirachi Net Engine, kind of good. But also, Octillery is kind of good. Which one's better for Rapid Strike? You know, Centiscorch even was a deck where it's kind of like... It didn't take long to figure out Centiscorch. Because it's... Yeah, we... There, we saw the earliest decks were the same as the ones at the by the end of the meta. Yep. <laughs> it's just like the differences weren't, oh, this is better. The differences are just like the meta change. Yeah. Here's a Fion. And that's why I think it's interesting. Speaking of Doom, we'll have Doom on the podcast eventually. He's been playing Victini Senescorch to a lot of success. You know, the massive limitless, I think it was a 300 person tournament. He ended up top 16 with it. And then the 500 something person Corolo, he ended up also top 16 i think he was the eighth seed going into top cut i forget how far he got top cut but like yeah. no one else is playing the deck <laughs> when are people gonna start testing it sounds clunky as heck but this man two for two in very very big tournaments with it and doom is a good player but you can't deny like the deck is seeing success <laughs> yeah the the victory scorch man uh doom doom found found what he liked and uh has done really well with it and yeah it's like yeah it's like whenever you know spinner blondes was a thing then ross was like <laughs> hey then you know ross was like hey how about three energy spinners I'm like all right cool you so you're, you're saying ross coffin net decked you yeah he dm <laughs> uh, of course <laughs> yeah yeah so but you see i'm trying to i'm trying to play in a tournament soon and you know I'm bringing spinner plans. So another top eight for your boy. I I hate that deck, but I can't deny you keep winning with it. <laughs> is that if a it thing? Are there like are there decks that pick people and it's like the deck's maybe not that good, but like in the hands of a certain person, it's somehow really good. You believe in that theory? It, it's Harry Potter. <laughs> it's just your wand. Yeah, the wand chooses you, the deck chooses you. So Spinner Blounce has chosen Ozzy. Clearly. That's what has chosen you, Boo. Well, probably relish <laughs> uh, of anything. But I can't keep my mind off of ADP. I mean, that's fair. Like relish is for those who don't know, relish is Mewtwo Rillaboom. So it has all the fancy attackers. It's not just Agrow and Double. It's like no draw support. It's there's one Marnie in the deck, and that's it. No research. Yeah, I bumped it up to two for Ozzy's uh, sub tournament. <laughs> but the, you know, all if you just get a tag call in your opening hand, you're you're good to go. Uh, and I played Sancho round one, and he uh, against uh, Dragapult, and I kind of just phoned it in, but. Uh, because I led Mewtwo, and it's like, okay, this is getting knocked out. And then I prized a Rillaboom. Like, okay, so I have to put down another 
Mewtwo. But otherwise, like the deck is really good. And you see the people that have played it from the start. Like I put I put it out in December. And we saw Ryan M take it to chill the like seven oh start or whatever and took it at a top cut. And then um Blue, I can't think of the the full name, won a tournament with it recently. And it's it's it has answers for everything. Mm-hmm. But it's just really your, you know, starts with a coin flip and if you get a tag call. And and knowing how to play it. If you go first, you put a Mewtwo down, you attach, and you go the Vile Plume route. But yeah, that's uh, that'd be the deck that chose me. That's fair. I hate to say it, I think I'm Pikaram's chosen me. Yeah. I've been playing it since Team Up, and I... I don't know. I've got a top 128 at a regional. I've got like six or seven league cup wins with the deck limitless day two pog 18th place top 16 and a pc2 with it so i don't i just i don't want to say it's peak around <laughs> i feel so bad i think it is oh gross <laughs> well whatever we we have peak around peak around is our uh you know that's fair if i feel like because I'm a Hufflepuff, right? I feel like Pikaram is a very Hufflepuff kind of deck. You are a Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> there's no doubt, right? Like, it's just, like, incredibly obvious. Yeah. You gotta get you a scarf. Yo, <laughs> I got one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <I> figure. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, no. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about stream sniping now. I know it's a little bit off, but, you know, we talked about Ozzy as a Houston Astros fan. They are notorious for stealing signs in games and then uh, relaying them back, similar to what a stream sniper would do. It's called scouting, for sure. (laughs) They use the the screen. Bro, are you one of those people who's like, no, stream snipers are just using their resources? No, no, no. No, not at all. I mean... The Astros. (laughs) Uh, two totally different things there. Okay. What are your thoughts? Uh, the Astros? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, stream sniping? I mean, you know, just assume you're going to get stream sniping if you're streaming in a tournament. And especially if you link it to the Limitless uh, site, then, yeah, you're 100%. You know, it doesn't matter round one. It doesn't matter what round. You're... You know, your opponent looks at standings every time, or at least I do, and, you know, it shows the little Twitch thing there. All right, I'm up against a streamer. You know, if they're on a delay, hey, great. And if not, then no, you know, but also, I mean, you've seen some streamers put a hand blocker, not not more recent, but before, right? Like in, you know, some tournaments here and there, like when Hexer first started becoming a big thing, you know, there was a couple of streamers, you know, that would either put a hand blocker and stuff. So, hey, you know, if, I, I think, you know, if you don't want to, if you want to stream for the content, great, right? And if you don't want to put a hand blocker, then, you know, don't, I wouldn't say, you know, like, hey, don't complain. If you're getting sniped, I always assume you're getting sniped, regardless. Um, at least that's the way I feel about it. Uh, but, yeah. Sure. I mean, the thing is, what's your intent in streaming? What do you expect? You have to expect to get sniped, right? That's just that's how it happens. Um, 
and if it's if you're in it for the content or if you're in it just to stream your tournament while you play those are two separate things and i'm not going to go off with analogies because those never work you see everyone towing a very fine line when you analogize you know something like having your gameplay open well no not going to go there um but that's the risk you assume right if you're if you're saying i'm i believe in the wholesomeness of the game well that's great but it's not it's it's you're going to get viewed on the big issue i think is uh getting caught right it's tough it's tough to catch somebody mm. i know the scenario that brought news to it um they were added in chat and you have to be in chat to be able to click them um but like when i play against anybody i don't leave chat i just mute and minimize so i'm not out of it anyways uh but they left right after they were added so acknowledging the fact that they <laughs> had been in there but you have to refresh and it and then the name disappears so that could have been the, the scenario as well i don't know and so we're putting the onus on the streamer now we're putting the witch hunt out there with the chat itself um you know there's this whole whole situation so you have to acknowledge it's going to happen no matter what and like ozzy said when you put the the live title next to your name you're you know you're opening up the door to here's the fastest way to my stream because a lot of people that unlike azul unlike mellow they're not known so you're you're showing them the way to your stream mm -hmm. and if you're all right with that I remember uh, you you brought up a good point. You were in um, Sosa's stream. Yep. I was going to bring that one up. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you tell it. But like there's a situation like I, I knew when I first started was to stream my tournament play and you'd see, you know, four or five people in your chat and all of a sudden six people in your chat. Like, okay. <laughs> so I've, I've kind of taken the tournament play offline because I'm trying to be competitive and, and get results. Um, and I don't want to stream with a hand blocker, even though I'm not streaming for content, really. You know, mm. just a just to fool around. But I'll let you tell that story about <laughs> so and give your your opinion. You're the big streamer here. Yeah. So, bro, big is such a weird thing. Like I know it's like technically true, but it's like why though? Like it doesn't feel like it. It still feels like the like Celios and Chips and all that are like huge steps ahead of where I'm at. And I know like obviously my whole, but anyway. So yeah, I am one of the people who does get some of the higher view numbers during a tournament. I do stream. I stream with no delay. I stream with no hand blocker. Uh, a few reasons for that. One is like everyone else has said so far. Look, someone's going to cheat. I have been cheated against for sure. I don't witch hunt it because it is really difficult to prove. Uh, sometimes it's very obvious. So uh, Grant mentioned earlier a uh, situation that happened. I was watching Dirty underscore X. That is Israel Sosa. He's a five-time regional champion. Very, very good player. Uh, he doesn't stream super frequently. He just had a baby. Shout out to, uh, shout out to you if you're listening, Sosa. But uh, anyway, there were four of us, five of us in the chat. He was playing you know, Expanded Turbo Dark up against a control player, a stall player. Israel does not, or Sosa does not attach an energy for turn. He has two energies in hand. He doesn't attach energy for turn because it is the correct play. He doesn't need it to attack. And he's kind of waiting. Okay, if my opponent goes counter, catcher, flare, grunt, you know, he wants to kind of decide what to do. He's got a three-card hand. Opponent plays a skull grunt instead of a flare grunt. 
Skullgrunt discards from the hand. There's literally no reason. He did not attach an energy for turn. He has a three card hand. Yes, two of them are energy, but there's no reason to expect that he happened to have two energies in hand. And so what happens is, you know, gets rid of both energies. Sosa just loses the game right there because those were two of his last energies. Conveniently, of the four of us in chat, one of them happened to have the exact same username uh, on PTCGO and Twitch as the opponent, who also happened to leave right after. Who would have thought? So this incredibly hard read, which was a terrible play <laughs> if you're actually playing the game. You always flare grunt in that situation. It's like, mm, look at the screen, two energies in hands, go ahead and skull grunt, discard him from the hand. And it's just like, A, if you're going to stream snipe, you should not do it so blatantly obvious, but people do it all the freaking time. And it's just like, it's so terrible. So yes, it is one of those things where like, you have to know what's going to happen. You have that live tag against you, but also A, don't cheat. There's a bro, it's an online tournament. There's no reason to cheat when there's money on the line. There's really no reason to cheat when there's no money on the line. Ain't no one care if you win. You ain't gonna win anyway, but ain't no one care if you win. You can't tell me who won the last Hegster. That was a 250 person tournament. You're not gonna be able to tell me who won three months ago. Look, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm not saying you shouldn't be proud of your wins. I'm still proud of the Sunday Open I won months ago. But <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Do not be cheating right now. And if you're gonna cheat, you sure as heck shouldn't blatantly cheat. We saw Chip a couple weeks ago. Trainer Chip got stream sniped. Three-card hand. His opponent stamps him up to six. Hey, I wonder if that was a play yeah. where they knew what was happening. They, they did. They admitted to stream sniping after because it was so blatantly obvious. But it's, it's just pathetic how bad people are at this. Also, I know that's like a terrible take, but like... Don't be good at stream sniping, but also don't be don't. stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. Why is this so hard? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying experience all around. I'm not saying be good at it, but like, look, I'm a big fan. Azul said people should be banned from tournaments, not just that tournament, but for months after it. And I think it should happen. Like, if you do it once, learn a lesson, get banned for three months or whatever, or the rest of the format. I, I hate it. I know it's happened against me. It's pretty blatantly happened against me a couple of times, but you know, leave it alone. It's fine. We can't prove anything, all that stuff. But yeah, just a don't cheat. Don't cheat IRL. Don't cheat here. Uh, in the future, I'll have content out there once IRL comes back talking about how to prevent cheating against you IRL because there's a couple very important tricks that uh, we don't have online, like counting cards in your opponent's hand. You don't have to do that online. It's always in front of you, right? You don't have to shuffle there. You don't have to do that kind of stuff. But like, there are preventative measures that you should take, but like, just don't freaking do it. Like, it's not, if nothing is worth it, you're just, you're just not a good player if that's what you have to do to win. I'm, I, for one, am all right with it because I feel like when I get into the game, uh, as we get back into IRL, that you won't be as good of a player. <laughs> and I'm all right with that because I haven't been to a regional yet, but as soon as we're we're back up and running, I intend to compete full on. And so the less good players there are, I, <laughs> I hope I can get some uh, deserved uh, points and, and hopefully make it to Worlds. So keep cheating and, and not advancing <laughs> yourself as a player. Bro, IRL's easy. You'll be fine. <laughs> but even to go off of that like so okay i'm six foot three 
and I sit up straight just because like I don't want to have back issues, right? Logical. Most people in Pokemon don't. They're A, shorter, and B, slouch because it's easier to slouch. The amount of times I have my opponents give, like show me their hand when we're playing and it's like, uh, I could see your hand. Like, stop that. I tell them every single freaking time. Like, that's just what you do. Like, I don't know. I've, I've never understood going out of your way to cheat is just like one of those things. It's like, just, just don't. Just beat them. And if you can't beat them, then get good, scrub. Like, <laughs> that's simple. Right. Well, I think isn't that what Stefan posted was like, if you see your opponent's hand, do you tell them? Yeah. You do. Um, I, I have before. But the other is if you see the bottom of their deck mm-hmm. on the last time and then you go to cut it, how thin or thick do you cut it? Is that a, like a subconscious thing that plays in your mind? That's actually, so I used to be bad because I would look when I was a very beginner, you know, your opponent shuffles your deck and you're like looking towards them and I would peek down and I've since stopped that. And that's something else to keep aware of when you are shuffling the game. But yes, that is, uh, that is something where you really have to try your best to avoid it because otherwise it's incredibly obvious knowing what to do. Yeah. Like, Right. Your plane gets blounds, you see a welder down there, and you're like, let's keep that as low as we can. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that seems good. I, I don't need to cut. You're fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and some stuff like that's is like super, super difficult not to do. Or like when they're shuffling and like the card comes out and then they like just shove it back somewhere, and then you see them do like two more shuffles, and you're like, you can technically track where that card was. Try not to. <laughs> Well, I, you know, is that, is it against the rules, though? Nope. Neither is me seeing their hand if they show it to me. Right. So that kind of brings in just, like, the ethics versus the legality of it. And, um, you know, and, and part of it, though, is you always want to keep your eyes on the cards, too, when they're shuffling. Oh, yeah. Either way, right? So you, <laughs> inevitably, you're going to see it, and then it's like, well, I normally just cut right down the middle, but maybe I'll take a little thinner off the top this time. Do you feel bad? Does it change anything even? Maybe not. No, it's but one of those, you know, you, you got to, you got to switch it up. Quick, quick IRL advice for everyone. You got to switch it up between cut, tap and shuffle your opponent's deck. And yeah. you can't do it in order. You just randomly grab it and do something with it. That's usually always a good, uh, a good strat to do to avoid cheaters. As well, like we've had a few notorious, uh, people for cheating at our locals and i can very safely say they have not cheated against me because i have a <laughs> i've made sure where it's like oh you just did something sketchy let me shuffle your deck for the next minute real quick and it's like uh, they ain't doing nothing versus other people save yeah save that for the youtube video oh yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> a tap uh, okay uh, any other thoughts on stream sniping outside of the simple, don't do it? I mean, it's been pretty well hashed out this week. Um, I think it's it's a community thing. Right now, we're we're doing this together and, and trying to make a competitive, fair compu- community, and it's impossible if there's live streaming, but um, just like like you said, don't do it be have some respect and if you're gonna do it don't be stupid (laughs) yeah and look if you're doing it for clout just do a giveaway on twitter you'll get more followers than if you want to turn yeah 
It's the real play. All right, so we're going to get into some questions from chat. We have a handful. If anyone is currently live and you'd like to ask a question, you can go ahead and use channel points for that. So the first one, coming in from Grammar Time, should the toilet paper roll have the end or the back? So are you hoving over or under is essentially what Grammar Time's asking for when you hang toilet paper. Well, Y'all hang toilet paper? <laughs> that that might be the best point. Wait, what? As uh, as Ozzy and I live alone, I think <laughs> that's the best point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check the Keck W's in chat. Yeah, it's the, the answer is it's over the front, like it the hanging yeah. down closest to you. I mean, that's a no brainer. That's how it was actually designed. Yeah, that's incredibly easy. Grammar time, get out of here. I was, I was, I was kind of expecting a uh, a bidet response from Boo. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that bougie. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm a wet wipe guy. <laughs> All right. Don't flush them, though. Smart. Even the flushable ones don't flush. Do not flush them. Professor Poke asks, what will be the best way to play Calyrex as a support mon that can attack like Zoroark, or is it just its own deck? Oof. That's a really good question. And which one? Uh, I assume this is the Psychic <laughs> Calyrex, the one that says, attach a Psychic once per turn, draw two cards. I yeah, honestly don't a, it's, remember what the attack is. It's a, it's attached from hand, and then it's 10 plus 30 for each Psychic. Okay. Um, I think both. Main, mainly, mainly, you want to uh, just get three of them down right away. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. You're attaching, so you're you're helping yourself. And if you have another support Pokemon or a different attacker, then that thing's powered up. And it doesn't matter which one it's on. It's three on the active, three colorless. So um, we won't see Welder with it or anything. Um, we'll see the, the Water Welder. Olymp- oh, yeah. Olympia? What's her name? Oli- I forget what her name is. But yeah, one Melanie. from the discard draw. Melanie. Card. There we go. Um. Yeah, I think it's a. It, it can go both ways, sort of like the the rapid strike we're seeing right now. Ozzy, you got any? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, expanded Mali with it, broken. <laughs> that that's all I have to say. Also, I don't really know what what it does. <laughs> uh, except, uh, I mean, no, you just briefly explained it, so I don't have, you know, much <laughs> much on it. Uh, sorry, but yeah, expanded Mali is a play with that. H2 already has a list. Follow him on Twitch if you haven't. He'll he'll DM you the list there. I definitely think the first thing I want to try it with is either Mewtwo and or Trevnor. I mean, probably both. And I think that's the uh, the initial go to is just like a Marnie Trevnor build where you're like, I'm just going to draw a bunch of cards and you're going to have your hand shuffled back in your deck. I think that's probably going to be one of the best ways to play it. I could be wrong. Who knows what the meta is going to bring, et cetera, et cetera. But. I don't know if Mewtwo is the best move for it because you get the, the Cresselia that's the uh, I was attach. Mewtwo to copy one. like Trevnor and uh, Gengar Mimikyu. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because it is too a psychic Pokemon. Yeah. So it has to be psychic. Uh, at least they added that part. But the Cresselia that lets you a- attach three to any Pokemon if you go second, 
so we're getting the same we're getting the same volk effect um i think that kind of does enough to make it a straight you know attacking deck um that would get you what five six that's seven and then yeah and then if you have two down yeah you're you're hitting well you're still only hitting like 240 250 so it's not the best uh and it's weak to dark so mm-hmm. i don't know if we, we've been talking about the moltres a little bit kind of excited for that to come out <laughs> yeah, I, I just like marnie Nightwatch. i just feel like marnie Nightwatch is broken and like yeah after after rotation marnie is the most powerful card in the format easily oh yeah because it's the only hand disruption and also there's no more genetic so it's like yeah there ain't a whole lot you can really do I've tried to play in every uh, Sword and Shield on event that I can. A shout out today to the Midas series. Check them out next week. They're on Tuesdays every week. Um, didn't know uh, self promo there for the champ today. Uh, <laughs> but but what I've found is at least sixty five to seventy percent of the time you get Marnied your first turn. Yeah, and so you are you have to have some sort of support and you're not going to you're not going to have a stage two out or stage one out to be able to draw out of it. Um, so you need to you need to make sure that you have set up and ways to draw around it. So it might not be that good off the bat and it might have to go second. And I know Azul loves mm-hmm. preaching going second with every deck pretty much I, I for that reason. That. Yeah, it's, going second is just better. For everything. Almost almost every deck except for Zation, you just get bodied oh, yeah. going first. God, Trepid Sword so good. Okay, anyway. Uh the gyroscope Eevee Nikhil asks, What what's one card you think is too overhyped? Corvinite. <laughs> I actually think that's a fair I think people are hyping it less now. But God, Corvinite and also Cheryl. I just those failed so miserably at first i didn't put cheryl in my top 10 when i made a youtube video on the top 10 cards and then everyone's like oh cheryl's so broken i'm like oh my gosh i messed up and no i was right cheryl's absolute trash like it's not a good card right now i wouldn't go that far (laughs) but did you put corvinite in there corvinite is not in there no good (laughs) i think we're still sticking to our same uh deck building styles that we have been where it's just Big hits, have fun. Go boom. Cheryl, Cheryl has workability. Um, and it was one of the topics, but I didn't touch on it. I think the, the Gengar from Vivid Voltage, I think, or maybe, I don't know. The mm-hmm. Gengar from Sword and Shield on. Move the damage counters. That might be a great addition to the Calyrex. So you can take a hit, move it off, heal. Because I think the Mimikyu is going to become a big... Uh, big player the mimic or an available mimic. option yeah the mimic you that blocks your healing bench healing oh, right yeah so you can still heal the active but to move your damage counters around i think could be an interesting play um there you know we can get into it another time but i think there's a lot of uh cards that have a much more potential coming up yeah we'll we'll get to some sword and shield stuff in the future for sure I'm the expert. All right, Ozzy, I do believe this question's exclusively for you. Lil Bryn asks, what is the best H2 deck? 
The best H2 deck is one that, um, I don't know, it was named H2 Spread His Legs. And obviously it is a spread deck. It was with Orbito and Morpico VMAG. (laughs) You play Aurora Energies and you do things, I guess. Um, (laughs) You do things. Yeah, you're not selling no, me I, on this deck, Ozzy. No, 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 okay, hold up, hold up. There's someone who got, I think, second place in the tournament with it. I don't know whose tournament it was. It was a, um, I think Dizani was banned, and you know, like those custom tournaments. Yeah. Um, but they built it a lot better than H2 did. So, <laughs> <laughs> like a whole lot better. They added dolls. They added, uh research <laughs> so yeah it was it, it was different like well i guess uh since they used to play like the dna's and stuff that weren't legal in that tournament or whatever but yeah i played i played it on stream a few times and i probably got like one or two wins uh off of it but yeah i thought you'd say the santa condas no, the was he? Shoot that because it saved you a hundred packs. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it saved you a hundred packs? That's uh, true. I didn't have a hundred packs. <laughs> uh, now, well, see, the thing is, H two wouldn't. Um, he wouldn't leak the final, you know, because I like Selfie freshman. And I we were like, bro, what's you know, what are you gonna play? What are you gonna play? He's like, no leaks, no leaks, you know. And then until so he started playing it. I was there sitting with Locke, and then Locke was like, <laughs> just look at Locke, I'm like, bro, all right, 100 packs. Here they are, Sancho. But no, he ended up winning, of course. Uh, but he, to this day, I, I say to this day, but it's been, what, two days? Uh, he's, <laughs> yeah. He still hasn't uh, shared the list. And it's not on Limitless, because that's Final Boss, right? So, Well, it, it was interesting, too, because he didn't thin his hand out properly at the end <laughs> and i think i don't remember what he said he said like here we go <laughs> find out right now <laughs> and, and rip like five fighting energies off the top all right yep he was like all right this is it <laughs> he didn't pick up the mod sorry train why asks do you think that they should bring back the turn one supporter as in being able to play a supporter turn one going first. Yep, absolutely. And then uh, errata Marnie to say you can't play it going first. That is the part I would need to hear for it yep. to... Uh, I, I, I've had a lot of thought about it. Yes, I'd it's be just, down it, it, yeah. if that part. I do not want to get Marnie to turn yeah. one. No, it, I mean... I. I disagree. You, I mean, turn yeah. If you bring it back, Tony Rod and Marnie, right? Because we played in Marshadow let loose format, so that wasn't we don't fun. Have though. To. What? Yeah, we don't have. <laughs> we don't do have mean? to. This man That's saying like, "Oh, we got red. We got Marshadow red card delinquent." Exactly. That was fine. No, that wasn't fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh, well, I guess. Also, um. What is it? I lost my train of thought. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, well, 
if so, then just leave everything as is, right? You don't have to run off Marnie. I don't well, think. No, but, but Marnie, yeah, Marnie going first is is, is so terrible. Uh, either first or second. But I think in the future format, right now as it stands, it is so slow going first. If you whiff and then get Marnie, it's it's over, like half the time. <laughs> and like I said, you get Marnie sixty-five to seventy percent of the time, because it's the only like there's two draw supporters. We have two please, more. Sets. Please boss me. Yeah, please boss me. Hopefully the next <laughs> two sets give me. us something. Something yeah. that isn't just for Marnie for research and everything. Well, from what we've seen, at least like uh, it with with the what's her name the uh, Melanie. You know, you're getting different. That's true. Melanie's a card. card. Yeah, and I'd rather people Melanie the first turn than than Marnie me. What does Melanie do? Attach a water from the discard pile to one of your V Pokemon and then draw three cards. Pretty good. Thoughts? (laughs) I'm just trying over here trying to think. About Blastoise VMAX, because that's fun. It, it, yeah. it does actually make Blastoise VMAX a deck. Because turn I one, mean, you go attach it, pass, turn two, you go Melanie, evolve, attach, full blitz, and then yep. you're good to go. You got six energies on the field. But also, that's so many steps. You can just rose and you'll be good, right? Like now, you have no and format. Yeah, and then what? Well, yeah, that's why you play the, the cricket. So. So you have to find the cricket too, and get two energies well, in the discard, and evolve your V Max. Melanie can go to a V, and then you can find the V Max after you draw three. <laughs> right? No, no, no. It's easy. It's easy. I refi- wait. I refuse. So is this yeah. is this is this like your thought process on the Cherum to <laughs> Delmise? <laughs> no. Okay. So, like, honestly, I was like, you know what? Let me give Delmise V Max a try. I was in a good mood for whatever reason. So <laughs> I was like, you Beat know what? That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, all right, I, I think, you know, we can accelerate energy. All right. And then as I set up the board, I was like, oh, okay. It's going to, I'm going to have a busted turn. I'm going to knock out something. Nah. Like, I use the ability and I was like, wait, I thought there was a bug to begin with. But, <laughs> but then I was like, no, I'm just stupid. So <laughs> I was like, well, Delete. <laughs> Lesson of the day. <laughs> Read the cards. Yeah, exactly. No, no one. Cause who was it? I? I saw someone uh, playing it with Maractus, and it was working well. So I was like, "Oh hell yeah! All right, if it works on Maractus, works on Delmise V. Delmise V Max. <laughs> <laughs> not the case. Not the case. And then you ban Delmise V. <laughs> <laughs> the V Max, you know. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Next question from chat. From Senior Doom, the Astros are cheater. Back. Next question from Gabsol. Is it time for a great Absol card? And I'm sure, I, Evie, Evie didn't. That's what <laughs> I'm going to say. You'd asked the wrong week, actually, because last week both of the co hosts were uh, their favorite Pokemon was Absol. They, they could have ranted on and on about this one. But I'm just going to say Team Up Absol was absolutely like necessary during the team up format because that was when Drachi skateboard was like it was I mean Drachi skateboard's always been good but that's when it was like in Zapdos in Picaram and it was just like the best thing you either played Zoroark you played a deck with Jirachi 
and Absol was necessary in order to beat those decks, including the mirror match. So I'm going to say Absol had a great card not that long ago. So no, it's, but also it's still pretty good. They're not wrong, actually. Eternatus had it for a little while, cut it, but I definitely got bodied by it a handful of times because you're just like, cool, I can't, you know, retreat my Bolton now or whatever. It, feel, it feels like one of those cards where IRL, you try and do something and your opponent goes, uh, hold on, and then points. You're like, ah. Oh. That's a fun feel. Yeah. <laughs> Gillinzer asks, I guess this one's for me. If the whole team, Carpe D's Rats, meets up at a regional, will I go out to breakfast on day two? <laughs> I'm going to say no because I'm going to be playing in day two and we ain't got time to go to breakfast. You all are going to miss day two because you're going to play your own deck and not my deck. So y'all can go to breakfast. I'm going to be playing. As of right now, I'm the top player in the future format. <laughs> so I think I'll be playing. If you're not playing my deck, and we're going to breakfast, now the question is, am I buying? <laughs> uh, yes, what? Of course you're buying. I, yeah, I'll buy brunch, because brunch is cheap. <laughs> huh. I always go to breakfast yeah. with the person I'm staying with. But I always stay with the same person. Shout out to Steven, who's definitely not listening, because he's quit playing Pokemon. We stay every regional, we stay together. I've always eaten breakfast with him, so yes, I would. Uh, do you... Okay. What's this thing with you and turkey bacon? Bro, turkey bacon's like fine. What's wrong with turkey bacon? It's not like the go-to bacon, but it's not like, hey, here's some turkey bacon. I'm going to, okay, cool. I'm going to shove this in my mouth. Offered the two, bacon bacon or turkey bacon? If properly cooked, bacon. Okay. The problem is I've like had it? some bacon that is just like, I don't like bacon super crispy. That's. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that feels like burnt. Not a not a huge fan. It can't be too soggy either. It's got to be like somewhere in between where it's got like a little bit of a crisp, but it can't be like you bite it and it shatters into pieces. You know that bacon? Yeah. Right. That's trash. Yeah. I hate that stuff. That reminds me of like, you know, okay. So you know what, like a dining hall at like a university or something like that? Yeah. The bacon that's sitting in those trays, that's too crispy. That stuff is always like shatters when you touch it. Yeah, they think they have to cook it farther because it just gets soggy as the day goes. Yeah, because they cook so much of it. But no, definitely. All right, we'll we'll do some scouting of the bacon. I'm not a huge bacon fan. Actually. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> oh. I'm not not a bacon fan. But like, all right, let's just fire mellow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just fueling the fire right now. I know. Stealthy freshman <laughs> asks, Crocs with socks or no? I'm going to say no, Crocs, never, and not give anyone else a chance to respond to this question. <laughs> I was expecting Ozzy to butt in there. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, Crocs <laughs> with socks is a thing. Pe it's people, not a good well, thing. See, what do you mean? It's, okay, so I actually, it's. Like, well, for me, at least, I go out in public. I go to Walmart in Crocs and socks. I never wear shoes or anything. I show up to practice in my Crocs and socks. And then once I'm on the field, right now we're on turf. So I just change it to my turf cleats, right? So, and I always have them with me, right? Crocs with socks. They're a thing. Yeah, I mean, you, I wear the slip-on Adidas sandals before golf with my socks already on. 
it's it serves a it serves a functional purpose but as a fashion statement like okay walmart is the appropriate place to wear that and you can wear it, anything at walmart though right <laughs> and that's the limit what know? about target it depends no, on where it's located target's like slightly classy you can't go look in a mess in target people are going to look at you and be like no i don't even it's not even classy it's just like it's not trashy yeah maybe your target i mean i'm yeah. in, i am in seattle there's like one target within a radius of me of like miles so we've got targets uh like the cvs walgreens wherever there's a walmart there's a target we have like no walmarts here it's so don't tell h2 smoke knight asks why do people hate cricketune v they shouldn't i agree i don't think they should i just played it in my victini deck and it's it's so good anything that plays air balloon should play cricketune v with a yep. possible exception of a situation where oracorio might be the better card like adp would rather play oracorio over cricketune i yep. think Blown, same thing but like i think it's a good card yeah blasto should play too in case you yeah. prize one for your roses of course can't add anything more to that. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty accurate on both accounts. We're all fans. The only time you shouldn't play Curriculum V is, I mean, if it just like you, your deck just doesn't have room, or if Oracorio is better. Which, yeah, to be AD, fair, Oracorio is very good. It's so good in, in ADP at times because you, when you can put it down when you want, Curriculum, you can't. You you want to have it out there already, and then it's a target. Microphage asks, do you feel the Pokemon community is closer and more tight-knit now than it was before the pandemic? Uh, hard to argue against it. I think one of the things about this is there's surprisingly less drama and witch hunts than there was before. And I know for anyone who like just joined, you're like, Pokemon community is full of drama. No. <laughs> just wait till IRL events come back. It's going to be a whole different ball game. Like once there's money on the line. Ooh, and there's like cheating on stream happens. Boy, the community gets their pitchfork really fast. Like they got those things express ship from Amazon. They're ready to destroy anyone from anywhere. It's so I'd say yes, as a whole, the community is feels more tight knit now than it did. The problem with that is. It feels like there's also less talking to people than there used to be, so it's harder to break into people than there was before. If that makes sense. I mean, we all met through online. That's true. And we're doing this right now, so yeah, it's a, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It'll be interesting to see what happens when we get back to IRL. I've definitely talked to players I never thought I would have talked to before. like. Pedro, for example, who's like always in my chat. I'm in his usually towards the end of his stream because a pretty big difference between me and Spain. But like, he's the type of person where like I never would have thought that I would just have like conversations with Pedro, and like I have before. Like, <laughs> and so stuff like that definitely feels like, oh yeah, I guess. Or I made friends with all of you, and like I never would have expected to talk to any of you. Probably, I guess Sack maybe because Sack comes to some West Coast regionals. I'm on the West Coast, yeah. But otherwise, like. 
from. I'm not going to freaking Nebraska. Like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know where that was. Stick a pin in the middle. I learned that. So the other day, were you watching, Boo, when I was trying to do the map of the capitals? No. And, oh, so Omaha pops up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Nebraska. That's like up here, right? And I click on like North Dakota. And apparently, Nebraska is actually right in the middle. It's literally the middle. And Lincoln's the capital. Oh, <laughs> then I don't even know, man. I don't even Dude, know. I, lo I love Sporkle too, though. I, I enjoy <laughs> That is the end of our viewer questions. So that's going to wrap us up. That was a, that was a pretty long one, actually. <laughs> but thank you all for the viewer questions. Uh, Grant, where can the people find you? You can find me at uh, at RealBooCK on Twitter. Um, I tweet every once in a while, but mostly retweets. But give me a, give me a follow. We're we're over a hundred now. Hey, let's go. Ozzy, where can the people find you? Uh, people can find me at ozio Garapia on twitter uh or ozzy uh Garapia on twitch i do stream uh don't have a consistent schedule i just stream whenever i do have the time i guess and you can also add me on snapchat username ozzy is a pimp altogether <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Ozzy is a pimp altogether. I have I have some people on there. So I don't know how to follow that up. Uh, no, for <laughs> real. I, I have Lock on there. I have Stealthy. I have Gazer. Look, I'm not, uh, I'm not doubting you. I'm just like. Yeah. Oh, Dillinger? <laughs> Let's go, Dillinger. Shout out to Dillinger. He just added me on Snapchat. Yep. <laughs> And of course, you can find me, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, at Mellow underscore Magikarp. And that is going to do it for episode number four of Lake of Rage. We will catch you all next week. If you made it this far, shout out to you. Come into my Twitch stream and uh, use the keyword oh. banana bread. And uh, give you a shout out for making it that far. Evie would kill me if I didn't mention oh, yeah. April 17th, Sword and Shield on the second uh, event in our series. Top two, get an uh, auto-invite. I'll drop a link in the chat. Oh, let's go. Thank you. So yeah, be sure to check that out. Come into the Twitch stream. Shout out Banana Bread. If you do, I'll love you forever. And we'll catch you all in the next episode.